What is up, Irish fans? Welcome to your Wednesday edition of the Locked On Irish podcast on the Locked On Sports Podcast Network. This is your normal co-host, Mark Hissom. Greg Schaefer is taking a well-deserved break from the show, so you're stuck with myself. Um, I will have Will Havana on uh, for the uh, last two segments of the show. Um, if you don't know who Will is, Will um, is our outside voice of reason. He is not a Notre Dame fan. And also, if in case you guys didn't know, we're actually in central Ohio. So we are in Buckeye country. And Will is an Ohio State fan. But Will will be able to give us a, an, an outside look at how the rest of college football feels about uh, Notre Dame's program. And also, what we're going to talk about uh, for today's show is obviously early signing day and, you know, kind of breaking down who we're looking at signing, who's going to sign, who's not going to sign, what surprises we may have. Um, is it all cut and dry? Right now, we're not expecting any surprises. So we'll see how it shapes up. So, you know, what we're going to do for today's show uh, is just kind of lay out who the recruits are, you know, what their tangibles are, um, kind of break down, you know, just a little bit about who they are, where they're coming from, how tall they are, how much they weigh, all the stuff that everybody wants to look up and see anyways. You know what you know what that guy's going to look like uh, in that Notre Dame uniform. So we will get through that, and I'll probably just go through a bunch of the notes that I've put together. Um, and it's just been through research, you know, going through different websites, um, trying to figure out, you know, what everybody's take is on this, um, you know, how the, how the players feel about Notre Dame. You know, a lot of these guys that, that choose Notre Dame to come to Notre Dame, they do come here for more than just football. So it is pretty exciting to see and read, you know, how they feel about Notre Dame itself. Because, you know, as a Notre Dame fan, and I'm sure you guys all feel the same way, it is special. If it weren't, we'd all just be Ohio State fans like Will. With that said, let's just uh, let's just dive into uh, some of these recruits. Um, just go through a list here and give you an idea, you know, names and tangibles. Um, you know, obviously first on the, the list is Chris Tyree. Uh, he is a five-star commitment, uh, to Notre Dame. Uh, it's been a long time since we've heard that, but, uh, Chris Tyree is coming to us, uh, out of Chester, Virginia, uh, which is outside of Richmond. Uh, it's a nice area down there. He's 5'10", 179. And, you know, they talk about his speed and obviously there's straight line speed and football speed. So on a straight line, he's, you know, he's running a four four forty, but football speed, that's what makes him a five-star recruit. So, you know, we're very excited about uh, about him coming on uh, next on the list. And these are hard commits. Um, these guys that are, uh, you know, absolutely no doubt in our mind that they're signing uh, tomorrow. Uh, next guy is uh, Michael Mayer. Uh, he comes from Covington Catholic, Alexandria, Kentucky. Uh, he's tight end. Uh, he is 6'5", 240. He's a four-star recruit. And if you've seen this guy play, uh, if you've watched any of his highlights, um, if you've seen him in, in camp, he is a man among boys. This guy is going to be something special. And, you know, I, I, I want, I'd I like to say it now. You know, I'm throwing my hat in the ring for this guy. This guy is going to be something else. He's going to be the next big tight end out of uh, out of Notre Dame. Uh, now, we also have, as a heart commit on this, one, one page I was looking at is uh, Jordan Johnson. And I've also heard that Jordan Johnson is the only – uh, recruit so far that has not confirmed he's going to sign tomorrow. So, you know, he may be a surprise. He may not. You know, everyone is saying he's a lock for Notre Dame. So, you know, we'll find out for sure tomorrow. Uh, but he comes from St. Louis, Missouri. He's a wide receiver. 
uh, he runs a four six forty, but again, um, football speed is pretty much all you hear when 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 scouts and, and experts talk about this guy, and it being and only being uh, you know a little over six foot, you know they say he is going to be that boundary receiver. He is that big of a presence um, on the field. So we'll see how that shakes out. You know when he uh, when he gets into the the starting lineup. Um, then we're going to move over to next guy is Tosh Baker. He comes from Phoenix, Arizona, offensive tackle. And I will tell you, the offensive line recruits are, are, are ridiculous. I mean, we have done such a good job um, with recruits on the offensive line, and, and this is just another class of stellar athletes. Um, this guy is 6'8", 275. He's also a four-star recruit. He'll be joined by another four-star recruit, Michael Camrody, from Mars area, Mars, Pennsylvania. Uh, another offensive tackle. 66285 uh another big recruit from Notre Dame you know along the offensive line and like I said I mean Notre Dame's offensive line um you know between 2020 2021 uh the guys we have on the depth chart now we look to be set for for some time so it, it feels good to have that um you know on the books already I mean not technically but you know, you know after tomorrow um so with that being said you know I'd like to keep going down through through most of these uh just go through the names um, you know, and one thing I, w- I would like to see, man, some of you listeners, if you guys want to hit us up on Twitter, you know, at locked on Irish, uh, you know, shoot us some questions, you know, f- you know, give us your take on, on this, this class, um, how you guys feel about the program, how you feel about, you know, Kelly, um, continuing at Notre Dame, um, with these guys coming in you know, how that's going to shake out when they start playing teams like Clemson and Alabama, they got that, that's those, uh, home and aways coming up Ohio state. And 22-23, uh, which is a big one. You know, we you know we recruit uh, to try to be not only relevant again, but to be able to compete in the the playoffs. So you know, speed and size together uh, is what's going to get us there. So you know, I'm just going to jump back onto this list here and go through these guys. Uh, try not to make it too boring, but I, I do want to throw out the names so everybody has them. You know. You know they're fresh in their mind. You know as they hear about these guys tomorrow. So uh, next guy I'm gonna talk about is Jordan Botelho. Uh, he's from uh, St. Louis uh, High School out of Honolulu, Hawaii. He is an inside linebacker. Uh, the guy looks like a stud. Uh, you know just just photographs this guy. He, he is a he's a big boy. Six three two thirty. I'm not sure what his speed is, but uh, that is a uh, you know Manti Teo esque. Uh, physique there at uh, inside linebacker. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, next guy is another defensive end, you know, and you obviously you know Notre Dame's history over the last 5, 10, 15 years with uh, their DNs. Uh, Riley Mills from Lake Forest, Illinois. Uh, again, these are all four-star recruits um, as we go down through the list here. Uh, he is 6'5", 275. I'm not sure about his tangibles, but uh, he's a tall, long guy. Um, so you know how that works out for Notre Dame. They do a pretty good job, uh, you know, getting those guys in, into uh, into pass rushing shape. Uh, next guy I want to talk about is obviously quarterback Drew Pine uh, on the list out of uh, New Canaan, Connecticut. Uh, Drew is a four star uh, recruit as well, um, and he's had uh, a pretty good high school uh, career. You know, he's more of a passing uh, quarterback than he is, you know, mobile quarterback. So. You know, this past year he had uh, 20, just over 2,100 yards passing, 24 touchdown passes, 
And he only ran for 259 yards, but he did have eight touchdown passes. So most of those were probably inside the red zone. Um, so he is a great athlete and definitely looking forward to having him on the roster, obviously pushing for uh, a starting job, you know, in the next three, four years, maybe. Uh, it's always good to have competition. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, and I'm going to go down through the rest of this uh, second page uh, pretty quickly. But I do want to point out uh, Alexander Ehrensberger. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard about this guy yet, but he is another defensive end coming from Germany. Uh, he's 6'7", 238 pounds right now, and this guy is a genetic freak. So they get him in over here into the program, put some muscle on this guy, build his speed. He is going to be like the next, I don't even know, Javon Curse, man. This guy is crazy big. Um, and then before I get to break here, I do want to talk about uh, a transfer that's not really considered a recruit, but he is going to make an impact in, into our program is Isaiah Pryor coming out of Ohio State. So when I get Will on uh, here for the second segment, and uh, we'll talk about Isaiah Pryor and have get Will's insight on him since Will is uh, an Ohio State fan and, and has followed Pryor from a recruit to playing and starting some games at Ohio State. So we'll have good insight on him. So before I get Will on the phone, I do got to go to break uh, and, and run some advertisements for our podcast here. So I will have Will after we get back from the break. All right, we're back from the break. I uh, do have Will Havanis on the phone. How you doing, Will? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Mark? Doing good, buddy. Doing good. Hey, uh, I know we're getting close to Christmas, man. Are you guys all uh, you all ready, uh, all done with your Christmas shopping, or are you one of those guys that wasted the last minute? No, uh, we got everything taken care of uh, kind of early this year. Uh, now it's just waiting on a couple more packages to come in. Oh, yeah, I hear you, man. Amazon is at my house almost every single day. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Hey, I will, uh, locked on fans, uh, locked on Irish fans here, I do want to tell you about uh, a Breaking Tea. Uh, it says, if you're looking for a last-minute fun sports gift for the holiday, go to breakingtea.com forward slash locked on. Breaking Tea makes sports t-shirts around teams' passion moments. Great for all fans. Go to breakingtea.com forward slash slash locked on and then feel free to search the site for great shirts and fun sports gifts i'm gonna have to check out one of myself i'm sure there's some good Steeler stuff on there yeah i bet yeah so yeah i'll definitely check that out uh right before the break i was talking about you know going through notre dame's four-star recruits and then uh kind of led into isaiah Pryor uh filling in into the mix there so i let everybody know that you know you are an ohio state fan you know we're central ohio here uh in columbus ohio so why don't you give us give our fans uh, a take on Isaiah Pryor? So Isaiah Pryor was a uh, he was a he was a pretty standout uh, recruit coming out. He was like the number eight or number ten safety overall in his class, and um, he was actually offered by Kelly his sophomore year in high school. Uh, he played at uh, I, b- I believe it was IMG Academy, um, and he is actually. He was roommates with Houston Griffith, who is one of the safeties who's going to push for a starting role for Notre Dame this year. <clears throat> but uh, he ended up committing to Ohio State, and um, he came in and he 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 started to get his feet under him. 2017, he was a um, I believe a sophomore, and then um, 2018, he uh, actually got some starts. He ended up with seven starts for the Buckeyes that year. Um, he had 31 tackles, 
uh, one interception, had a really good game against Purdue and against Minnesota. But uh, after that, he just never really kind of, he never solidified his spot. And then, you know, they just kept bringing in more and more and more, you know, elite players at that time. And um, he kind of saw his role diminish and he was more of a special teamer. Yeah. And it's not taken, it's not taken away from him as a as a player because he I mean he's a really good player he's going to be big for Notre Dame and yeah I think they're feeling feeling pretty nice yeah I'm I'm calling that he is going to be a starting safety game one uh, maybe he won't be you know by the end of the season but game one he is going to be this he's going to be a starter yeah I think so too um, and, and I think so whether uh, Alohi Gilman comes back or not. I think it's, you know, Gilman, Pryor, and, and Hamilton on the field for sure. So, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. But, you know, I mean, I know Ohio State fans, you know, were high on him and they kind of got down on him, you know. But, you know, with your your outlook on this guy, you know, it does make me feel a little better. <laughs> yeah. That he wasn't I mean, just he, a big bust. No, no, no. Not not by any stretch. He wasn't a bust. Uh, okay. You know, if you're talking Alabama, Clemson, right. Ohio State, the guys who have who can just pick whoever they want, yeah, you might say he's a bust, but this dude is a starter day one, um, has a shot to play in the NFL. He's got perfect size for a safety. You know, he's six two, just over two hundred pounds. He's fast. He's rangy. He's good. Um, if if uh, what's his name, uh, Terry Joseph can get in there, the safeties coach can get in there and really hone him in. Um, Prior could have he, you know, he could be. He could he could solidify this this back end defense for the for Notre Dame. Yeah, and, and I think you know with him and there's talk right now that Notre Dame's uh, you know deep secondary they're going to be probably the best best one in college football. You know if it plays out, you know and just looking at the depth chart, you know with uh, with Gilman being a fifth year if he does come back, uh, Pryor being a senior, and I'm not sure he has one year eligibility left after that. I think. Um, yeah, I think he's got two years, right, so he'll have he'll have this year and I think another year. Um, and then with the with the way the uh, the NCAA is now, you never know. He might have four more years. He redshirt medically, redshirt, you know, whatever. Yeah. However, however they do it. Yeah, I, I hope it works out great. You know, so I'm, you know definitely um, looking forward to seeing how that pans out and, and, and happy yeah, for your I, insight. I I would love to see Gilman come back and partner him with Pryor. I mean, that would just, wow, that would yeah. just be a great duo. Um, you get a lot of experience with Gilman coming back, and he knows the defense, and, you know, he can kind of be the captain of that back end. And then you put Pryor in there with his big game experience playing for Ohio State, and it could just be such a great duo. And you never know, it could be the best duo in college football. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, it, we need it. You know, because, you know, looking at just the recruiting class this year uh, in 2020 and 2021, uh, and then even some sophomores they've already got. I mean, Notre Dame is really setting themselves up to to really land that higher caliber elite player that could play at Clemson, could play at Ohio State, could play at Alabama. And Notre Dame is landing those guys. You know, some of the big questions, you know, heading into early signing day tomorrow is, will everyone sign? You know, Notre Dame's yeah. Kirk commits that all but only one um, has announced plans to sign with the Irish on Wednesday, and that's uh, you know the wide receiver uh, Jordan Johnson out of St. Louis. And according to you know all the predictions out there, he's a hundred percent lock for Notre Dame. So 
why he's holding out, I have no idea. Maybe he just wants to make a show of it. You know how guys are with social media, but yeah, I, no one's expecting any surprises, which is really good. Um, you know, another thing too with Notre Dame, they really they very rarely fill their their allotment for scholarships. So you know, with the class now they have this time, and, and it's a small class, um, you know, they've really focused more on quality. So that you know that gives them some room to to keep some of those fifth year and even some. We're going to have a six-year player next year if Sean Crawford does, in fact, return, which I'm pretty sure that's the plan. Um, and then all of a sudden, the offensive line, we get a couple fifth-year guys coming back, which we need them. They went out on injury this year. Um, but just looking at their overall class, um, I don't, I'm not really sure if, if Notre Dame's going to add anyone else tomorrow. Uh, there is some talk that um, they're looking to land an uh, athlete by the name of Ramon Henderson out of Bakersfield. Um and most people say he's kind of more of a, tr- an, a track athlete than a football player, but you know, he has the length of six, three and the speed Notre Dame covets on defense. And, you know, they're really looking to, to, to get this guy um, recruited for as a cornerback, which is six, three. That's I'll take it. Yeah. That's a, that's a big corner. You know, he's like you said, he's a four-star athlete and uh, they uh they're 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 targeting him as a corner, but he had a he had a pretty good career as a wide receiver as well. And you know, at six two in a corner, man, that that seems to be everything that you would want. But you never know, man. He could just flip that over onto the offensive side and and catch some passes, catch some touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, we we see a lot of guys move back and forth. You know, once they once they hit campus, so you you never know. But, you know, just as a Notre Dame fan and thinking about recruiting, and everyone's been down on Kelly, you know, for not winning the big games and, and, and winning national championship games. But if you do think about it, I mean, we, we do have three-star athletes on the field competing against four and five. Sometimes, you know, it's three against uh, you know three-star versus a five-star. Now, I will give Kelly credit that he has done well with some three-star athletes. Um, but, you know, with the, the classes coming in, I mean, I, I'm very excited to see where we are by the time we do get to Ohio State in 2022, because that'll be my first time in Ohio Stadium, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, another big talk is obviously landing a five-star running back in, in Chris Tyree, and you know, we just we that's just something we don't normally do. And you know, we had Audrey Denson as our running backs coach, recruiting running backs. You know, the entire time when he was here, he's a great football coach, but he could never land that five-star recruit. And Lance Taylor comes in and makes an immediate impact by landing Chris Tyree. I mean, he's the number 20 ranked player in the entire country. So, you know, to have that guy commit to Notre Dame as, as early as he did and then stick to it is, I mean, that, that that's just, it's, it's huge for, for Lance Taylor's, uh, you know, his resume when he starts going to see some of these other guys. So obviously it's going to all depend on how it turns out for him when he, when he comes in, but, a lot of people are looking for him to to see playing time on uh, week one. You know, with his skill set, he should absolutely see a lot of playing time, you know, right off the bat, especially early in the season, you know, kind of when you, you have your easier games, you know, and then you kind of kick it into gear. Even if you don't put him at running back, line him up somewhere. The kid's got electrifying speed. You know, he just... He's he's a he's a five star athlete for a reason, you know. You can't. These are the guys you expect to come in and contribute right away. Oh yeah, um, for I, sure. I, and, and, and with the you know changing the OC, uh, whoever that ends up being, you know, you, we saw a little bit in the last four games where you know they started getting the playmakers uh, involved a lot more. So I, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that's that'll be a, a, a trend we continue with. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, it's one thing for Notre Dame, um, you know, they aren't in a conference, which you can debate whether they should or shouldn't be. Um, I, I fall somewhere kind of in the middle. I think it's, it's nice to be able to dictate your own schedule, but you don't get the advantage of saying we play in the SEC, we play in the Big Ten. But one thing you can do to to lure these these uh, bigger recruits in is you get a guy like Chris Tyree in, who's a five star, and you say, "Hey, man, you got skill, go play. Let's do your thing." And other kids are going to see that. We're starting to see nowadays how kids are saying. I don't want to go to Alabama. I don't want to go to Ohio State. I don't want to go to Clemson and sit on the bench. I want to go and I want to contribute right away. And if I can go to Notre Dame, which is still a high profile school and is going to be on TV year in, year out, and they're going to have two or three primetime games every year, that's what these kids want. Absolutely. Yeah, and you know another thing too, man. It all comes down to one play calling, which hopefully we'll have our fix on with uh, you know changing OC, and then obviously our our offensive line, in which I'd really like to to kind of talk about that a little bit when we get back from from the break. Uh, can you stick around? You want to talk a little more after uh, after our second break here? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. All right, hang on, guys. We'll be right back after the break. Okay, Irish fans, we are back. Uh, Mark Hissom, Will Havana is here, still talking about recruiting day tomorrow and just the impact on the program a lot of these guys are going to have. Uh, talking about Chris Tyree and how important he's going to be to the program uh, and whether or not he's going to see playing time, you know, week one next year, which would be great. And his success is, you know, basically depends on how well our offensive line does. And, and the, the offensive line coming in this year is pretty good. This whole offensive class is absolutely loaded. Notre Dame has a top player quarterback, arguably its best hall of skill players in the last decade, and a pair of offensive linemen with incredibly high ceilings. If everyone in this class does sign uh, on Wednesday uh, or today, it will give the the, you know, the Irish offense a major boost in speed, um, something we haven't seen in, in quite some time. Um, and just looking at the, the crystal balls everyone's putting out there, who's going to sign, who's not, Notre Dame looks like they're pretty much a lock for everyone that they have uh, committed. So we'll see how that guy, uh, Jordan Johnson, plays out. So, you know, outside of that, I mean, I, th I think we're pretty set, you know, looking forward to uh, to next season. Um, I know it was a little tough this season, you know, and Will had to, to listen to, to, you know, Greg and I argue back and forth about, you know, Notre Dame's record, preseason, midseason, final season. You know, we pretty much all picked 10-2. and two. Um, You know, so Will's like, hey, I told you guys 10-2. and two. Um, you know, Greg may have picked the wrong games that we lost, but all in all, we end up 10 to two. So, you know, Will, as an outsider, you know, how do you feel Notre Dame did this season? You know, I, they went, they went undefeated last year and had a tough loss in the playoffs. And I think everybody expected them to kind of crumble. And, uh, I, I felt like, I felt like they overachieved from a national media, from a national perspective. Um, I don't, I don't think anybody expects Notre Dame to, to run the table. Um, and if they do, it's kind of nice and everything like that. And, and I think outside of like the Michigan game, I, they either dominated or were in every game. And, and to me as an outsider, I thought they were better than I thought they were going to be. Um, yeah. yeah, there's a, there's a couple little things that they, you know, could clean up, uh, I think if Ian Book gets gets in his rhythms earlier, they're eleven and one, maybe twelve and zero again. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's tough, man. I mean, their schedule was just a little weaker this year. But man, Notre Dame for the, as long as I can remember, this is they never win as well as they should, and they always lose worse than they should. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it it does, and 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 I think it's one of those things that you almost feel like Notre Dame every year, or or. You, if you walk the track record, they're going to be up and down, and it's it's going to be like a like a mountain where they get up to the top and they go twelve and zero, and then they just kind of drop off, and then they build it back up and come back up, and and I don't think you saw as much as of a drop off this year. I mean, you played Georgia, and you played them kind of tough. So, yeah, they. I mean, actually should have won that game, in my opinion. Yeah, but... I mean, a, a, a different play here, a different play there in that game, and. You know, you beat Georgia and the whole season is different at that point because now you have confidence and and you go into your other games, you know, believing more. Yeah, I agree. I just that Michigan loss, you know, just put a stain on the season. But, you know, it happens. I mean, Notre Dame does not do very well in the weather. So we'll see how that changes uh, next year. Hopefully we uh, we have all good weather games. You know, now one thing I will tell you, um, I am looking forward to that that um, 2022 2023 home and away against Ohio State. Uh, like I said earlier, that's going to be my first time in Ohio Stadium. So hopefully you join us uh, for that one because um, we'll probably need some protection if Notre Dame does win. That, I heard that place is pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> All right, good. Well, I'm a, we're going to get out of here. Uh, you know, tune in uh, again on Thursday. I know Greg will be back uh, probably to do a you know a, a recap of of the signing day. Uh, he'll probably go more in depth of, you know, how those guys may fit into the, to the depth chart next year, but all in all, you know, we're really looking forward to it. Um, and if you're following us now, you know, tell your friends, you know, shout, shout us out on Twitter, you know, locked on Irish at locked on Irish. Um, when you find us anywhere, podcasts are played, uh, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, everywhere. Uh, until next time, go Irish.